And now, coming to you live. Good morning. Good morning. Everybody, let's sing along. Hi there. My name is Roland Sandberg, and I tune in all the way here in Finland, Europe. Lots of greetings from Finland. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Talking Tunes. I'm your announcer, Kitty Litter. Now it's time to talk to the loon tunes of Talking Tunes. Here they are, the Talking Tunes crew. 91X, FAMA, Baja California, Mexico. Welcome to Talking Tunes 2020. Good morning. Welcome to Talking Tunes, and we're going back 20 years ago with Talking Tunes with Jerry Barnum. We had we had Jerry Barnum on. I have Jerry Barnum on the other show that I used to have too. But but Jerry is a very unique person. Right. Yeah, and she's not afraid to talk about it either. How unique she is. But anyway, she's she, Jerry has claimed. I, I hate to say the word claim because I I'm a believer. Okay. It's a well, monkey song. Then you isn't don't it? have to say claim. Okay. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any UFOs yet. But anyway, I'm a believer. I'm a, I'm a believer. We've just been talking Jerry, to Jerry. But, but well, we got a Fury fi- fan van that we think we. Of course, <laughs> all we can fit in is our crew in the fan van. We won't be able to bring anybody else along. Because it's full of frappuccino. Yeah, frappuccino. Yeah, that's true. We do have lots of frappuccino. We do. We, we send Joe Joe on a frappuccino run. Oh yeah. Is he going for a frappuccino run? We, we need to go there. anyway. J- Jerry from uh, well, just Jerry from all over. All over. Yeah. Jerry Barnum, and uh, of course, you have seen UFOs many times—not just right. once. We're talking many times here. Right. And uh, uh, what was the, what was the, okay. the first sighting? When I really first got interested in UFOs is when my oldest daughter—and I hate to say her age now—but when she was in high school in Great Falls, Montana, she was doing a report on UFOs, and I thought how silly, because I was like everybody else at that point. And the more I dug into it, I was working in an art studio there, Legowick Graphic Arts, it was called. And the girl Legowick? that I... Legowick. Okay, I'm sorry. A really good Polish name. And the girl that I was working with, her husband was in radio and TV in Great Falls. And she had told me, well, I have something on this, but I don't know how we can prove it. And her husband was taking pictures of a softball game and uh, the anaconda plant in Great Falls, they call it Great Falls because there were seven falls there. And the anaconda plant was right across the road from a softball field. And while he was shooting the softball game, everybody in the stadium noticed seven discs flying over the anaconda plant, which was hydroelectric. And they were zapping what they thought was refueling looked like. And I swear that a lot of people have said this since, that that's how they recharge their batteries. However, I am not that... (laughs) We used to check into that. ...that uh, well-versed in electronics and whatnot. But they had this this on tape, and Bill Murray went to put it on the air at the uh, local TV station. They ran it one time, and Melms from Air Force Base was there in seconds, practically. They confiscated the tape, and that was the last they saw of it. And uh, it was written off as a weather balloon. Wasn't it, it was written off as that never happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> never happened. Would, it, would that be Project Blue Book? That exactly was Project uh-huh. Blue Book. Uh-huh. And I have reference material that tells where Project Blue Book originates and how it originated. And ex, my ex-husband at the time was in the Air Force, twenty-year man. He did not believe in it until we actually saw them ourselves. And we had 80 acres up north. And um, it wasn't just once or twice, it was all the time. 
And believe it or not, Oscar, I did teach catechism to juniors and seniors up there. And I know that's funny to you because you look at me and say a kook like that. Yeah, well, I, I taught catechism <laughs> for about a year, so you, and we look at you if I did it, like yeah. That, yeah okay. But, uh, no, it was really interesting because this one night that I was leaving the house with my oldest daughter to go to catechism, she was in my senior class, and that was in 69. And uh, we were... We had a very long driveway, and we were at the end of the driveway, ready to turn onto the road. And it was a dirt road before we, oh, two or three miles to get to the tar road. Anyhow, we looked over a grove of pine trees, and there was this long cigar-shaped look. We thought first was an airliner, and she said, "Is it crashing?" And I said, "No." And we were looking at it very strange, and it was hovering, and it was like, "Oh my gosh!" You just sit there and gasp. And all of a sudden, it started raising straight up, jerking little at a time, and zap, it was gone. So what we did is instead of running back and telling my husband and my other two children to be careful there's UFOs out there, we took off like a bat out of you nowhere for town. And all of a sudden, when I got into town, I realized, you know, that wasn't very nice. I should have warned them at least. But you don't even think. You just... It's frightening the first time, but after that, it was not frightening. Did they do anything like 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 uh, make your your battery go dead for a while or lights no, go dim? No, that or? did not happen. But it has happened to other Only people. Only in the movies. Only in the no, movies. No, no, it has. Yeah. I believe that has happened, and I believe that they do that. We've had some funny experiences through the years up there, and uh, we were there three or four years. Um, 80 acres and there was a lot of things but when we got into town and everybody was just gaga over this thing and all the kids were talking there was 40 kids in the class because it was juniors and seniors and so I said okay let's clear the air just everybody be quiet and just raise your hand if you've had a UFO sighting and every one of those kids in that class raised their hand mm -hmm. there wasn't one in that area that hadn't seen a UFO and after I started investigating and reading some books on it from the library and other places back in the early thir late 30s and early 40s there was a boy scout camp up near silver lake and the uh the leader of the scouts and all the scouts had uh, sighted ufos up there but in reading about it even back i have pictures of it of renaissance pictures painted way back way back of ufos in the background of the painting of Mary and Jesus when Jesus was born and I mean it hasn't just started and there's no reason why we should believe that it did they were here long before we were I'm sure it's the pyramid the, the pyramid thing too I mean they always thought that there, was a, well in the Easter Island thing if you if you ever read about Easter Island how they got all of those finished uh, beautiful stones they were um, long narrow stones up to the top of a mountain so far up that it was impossible to carry them up. They weighed tons and tons and tons, like you know, a building. Why would aliens want to decorate our, our, our beautiful planet? <laughs> well, maybe the they were thinking of taking over, Oscar. Is that like a I mean, it was when the Indians had it, I think, or before that even, before there were people here. It was a marking site or something, a landing site. You're saying that Martha Stewart is an alien? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Some people wonder. Some people wonder. Nuclear attack, now, Greg is looking very seriously here. He wants to ask a question. 
Not Jerry. Um, yes. A lot of people are, the, are non-believers when they come up to the UFOs. Mm -hmm. um, what are some of the questions that you hear often about the UFOs and um, how do you address them? Mostly the people that do ask me questions want to believe. If they haven't seen them, they want to believe. And I tell them exactly what I saw. And I have no reason to lie because it doesn't do anything for my myself makes me look a little bit nutsy if it wasn't true. The hasn't called you or anything, right? No, I haven't had any. In fact, I'm waiting for the government to call me and tell me to hush up. Well, Jerry, don't you don't you really think though a lot of the sightings were uh, experimental aircraft that the U.S. Air Force were developing? I mean, you look at the the stealth bomber and and the the, the design yeah. of the stealth bomber, and if we would have seen that airplane 40 years ago. We would have thought it was from outer space. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were, from outer there space. were sightings that were something that we had. Weather balloons, swamp gas, no. Swamp gas doesn't look like I've that. I've seen swamp gas. Well, well you, you, they told you've us had that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yes, I agree. And there, there were kids. Like there was in Ann Arbor. There was a time when the college kids thought it was cute to make UFO pictures out of um, frisbees or whatever. No, this this was over and, but, at uh, North Campus area right. in Ann Arbor, where there is actually a, a space research center at the U of M at, at, on North Campus, and there was a lot of supposed sightings. And then one night we actually saw some in, in that area. Of course, it was over the Huron River too, so you never knew what was coming out of the Huron River. Yes, true. <laughs> That's why we used to call it the Huron River. But did you did you think it was a UFO? Or did you? Oh yeah, I mean it really did. It really looked like a UFO to me. But I no, no, I have taken there, there were quite a few, to see them. The Ypsilanti Press oh, yeah. took pictures too, and and it, it was written off at that time as swamp gas. Uh huh. No, and, and, I and everybody believed that because you got near the Huron River and you could smell the swamp gas, but uh, but you know, but they, they actually look metallic to me. Yeah. I, I, well, that would be from the Huron River, probably, too. Very well <laughs> Some strange things in that river. Uh, Jerry, uh, you, know, Anna, you know, I had a question for Jerry. He's <laughs> <laughs> so deep in thought, but doesn't he? I, I, so I saw this bolt of lightning come down and he forgot it. <laughs> no. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm so deep in thought about this and I just forgot the question. You were snorting no, swamp gas in, last night is what it was. To answer your first question, I worked in sales engineering in Sheldon Company. And this one fellow there was a young guy at the time and he wasn't married. And my boss there, who was a designer and very, very reserved and laid back, we got to talking about it. And this kid heard us talking. And my boss had seen one up in Canada, uh, the results of one. They're just like here. They're good and bad. And I don't believe they're there to hurt us, but I believe that there, there are good and bad up there, the same as, as down here. Like Saddam is not up there, but he's down here and we have him. So, but he had told me this story, and I'll tell it sometime, about what he saw. And he didn't want it repeated because he was afraid people think he was nuts and he had a very important job. Well, this kid said he wanted to see them because I, he had heard We're me talk about We're picking up aliens them. right now. We are. They're talking to us. <laughs> They're talking to us. I'm sorry. And you can pick them up, I understand, <laughs> from some of my readings. But anyhow, uh, so he wanted to come up to our 80 acres up north and see them. And I said, well, I can't guarantee you'll see them, but we see them often. And he came up there. And this is a funny part, and it gets deeper. And after dark, at a certain time, it seemed like we would go. We had a huge place. Uh, 40 acres on one side of the road and 40 on the other. And if we would get way back, we had a big garage built. It was three-stall practically with a, a room behind it. Anyhow, back past the garage, there was a huge indentation, like uh, maybe an acre of land that, that was like a bowl, shaped like a bowl. 
and there were things growing there, bushes and everything, but it was still sunken, and there was no gas underneath it. It was already tested, and uh, at night, if you tried to walk back there, and we would go back there during the day and pick berries. There was all kinds of wild blackberries, and there were pine trees back in the woods. There was woods all over. When we would get back there, at night, you could only go so far, and it was like you're hitting an electrical barrier, and my hair would actually crackle. And it was very frightening, and I only did it once, and I would never go back there again after dark. Well, he went back, and when he went back, he was laughing all the way, and it sounded like a bull moose going through there. Oh, they got me, he would say. And all of a sudden, we heard nothing, and his girlfriend was there. He came up in a pickup truck, and she said, now what? What is he doing? Well, he all of a sudden, we heard him tearing back, and he begged me, please don't tell the rest of the guys. Don't say a word, please. I don't want him to know. And he took off. But he met the same thing that I did. And he only, con the only thing that he said to me the next day at work was, I did feel it, and I know what you said was true, and I just don't even want to think about it. E.T., call home. Jared, do you feel that... that people on the earth uh, that we have uh, beings from other planets yeah like men in black the men in black thing is you think it's actually happening right now um if you've seen the movie it's like they say the aliens I are already not on the even, planet i don't have to see the movie i've seen my own movies and and you know i really don't like getting too deep into like uh x files and that i have watched it a couple times and it really brings a lot back and my daughter my oldest daughter had an experience with one and i thought sure that they were going to be taking her because she was walking in a trance ready to go outside. And I looked out and there was one out there. And I caught her about 3 o'clock in the morning ready to disappear, I thought, but it scared me. And so when we moved from there, I thought that would be the end of it. We saw them since then. But I do, do believe that there are people down here that... I don't think I'm one of them. I hope not, anyhow. <laughs> that, that was Oscar's next question. Yeah. That are, have been contacted or have been put here. And I, this has been going on since Bible times and before, I'm sure. It's not just started. And we're very naive to think that when God made Earth and put people on it, that was the only thing he did with this whole universe. I mean, there's galaxies and galaxies all over out there. And why would it just be Earth? I'm sorry. I'm curious as to, you say this goes back, or the sightings of UFOs. Why are the sightings always the same? Wouldn't you think, I mean, look at how we've progressed, tech, you know. But the sightings are not the same. But the you know, cigar-like sh shape thing, it's always the same. It's always in a desolate area. It was big, it was yellow, you know, we saw it. They've been, it they've that. been over cities they've been over and the material i have we don't really have the time to get into it it would take hours and hours but the material oh, sure, let's just go on <laughs> the material that i have they've been all over france they've been over every country in europe and they've been in cities they've been by by uh, <laughs> they've been cited by uh people in the air force when they they've been cited by the astronauts going up there They've been cited by everybody, and they're not the same. Uh, we saw one that was over. We would rented a, a trailer when we first came back from uh, Great Falls and parked that behind my um, in-law's house. And I thought there was a police car outside, and this was way after dark. Everybody had retired. And I see this light flashing and flashing. I thought, what is going on? I got up and looked, 
And this is the first time my ex-husband agreed that that was something different. But he, I, I got up and looked, and it was like a police car with a light. Um, it was a round disc above the pine trees, round, with a, with a flashing light going around and around, and it was red and yellow and blue just flashing all around. The, the, the one question, though, before we, before we uh, play some music here and uh, take, a, take a break is, uh, the one question I've asked you before is, how come, now, have you seen, first of all, have you seen any of Miss Keegan? Yes. Oh, you have? Okay. Yes. And uh, the, the other question is, how come you think it's, you've seen so many of them? And anybody, how many haven't. times do you go out at night and look up at the sky? How many times does anybody go out and really stare at the sky? Well, every time I come home late, my wife punches me and I look at the sky quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I see stars. You yeah. don't see them unless you look for them. Well, she's all you'd ever want. She's the kind I'd like to flaunt and take to dinner. But she always knows her place. She's got style, she's got grace. She's a winner. She's a lady, oh, 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 she's a lady, talking about that little lady, and the lady is mine, but she's never in the way, always something nice to say, what a blessing, I can leave her on her own, knowing she's Please me She's a According to the Institute of Motivational Research in New York City, mm -hmm. a wife should be beware, uh, uh, rather a wife should be beware, that's what it states here, if another woman takes an interest in a certain item of her husband's clothing. What item? Flashback! Well, shorts immediately springs to my mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, she, she had to go back there and figure out how to work that camera. 
Yeah. Right. She had to go. She had to go back and change the sheets. <laughs> All right. Talking tunes. <laughs> talking tunes and other such topics. Uh, yeah, topics, yeah. Oh, boy. Poor G's getting picked on today. Anyway, uh, Bob, it's all you, sir. All right. It's that time once again here on Talking Tunes on Muskegon's 100.9 FM WFFR. For who am I? Ooh, echo. Echo. Every week we have a couple of musical artists, and we give a few facts out, and we try to guess who we're talking about. And anytime you have a guess, you have to yell, stop, give your guess. If you're right, you win. If you lose, you can't guess again that round. You have to wait until the next round of facts are revealed. Even though none of us really go with the... Yeah, you guys never follow the rules. I know. I get it. Especially you, Kathy. I don't have Britta here today to challenge me, So, but Steve probably will be a challenge. No, so. time to Emily. <laughs> Yeah, yes, we, we all have a chance. You guys all have a chance yeah, this Bridget's week. Yeah, not here. All right, our first artist for this week of March 3rd. I was born February 24th, 1950 in Wilmington, Delaware. Stop. Chucky Westover from Coopersville. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> You're right, Noske. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just wanted to be able to say something. That's all. I- all right, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> you are done. Well, that's the game. Second fact, I began my career in the early 1970s as a solo acoustic performer. Acoustic. Uh, fact yeah, number three, thanks. if music hadn't worked out, I may have been a baseball player having played semi-pro ball as a second baseman in the 1970s. Fact number four, I gained my first mainstream exposure as a support act for the Rolling Stones during their 1981 U.S. tour. Did you say where he was born? Delaware, right? Yeah, 1950. Next fact, me and my band also embarked on a 50-50 tour in 1981 in which we toured all 50 states in 50 days. He's trying to sign me or signal signal me over there. I have no idea what he's doing, but you can have another guess. Oh no, you told me I was out. Go ahead. Do you know? I, well, no, I I thought it was the the album Fifty Fifty. Who was that? Van Halen. No. <laughs> Why are you over there? It's okay, you're cut off again. Fifty One Fifty. Yeah. In nineteen eighty five, I appeared at Live Aid, performing with Albert Collins. Wow, I'm really feeling stupid right now. Mm-hmm. Britta, where are you? (laughs) (laughs) We need Britta. All right, next fact. My only Billboard Hot 100 hit was a remake of Johnny Otis's Willie and the Hand Jive. Oh, there we go. No. (laughs) Come on, people. No, because, I mean, the the original. Who remade that? The the original. The original, I know, but I don't know the. Yeah, with that shot on that. Boy, we're going deep on this one. I think this is fact number eight if you're scoring at home. My big hit came in 1982 when the title track of my album became a mainstream hit that was used in films, television, and commercials. Bad to the bone. Oh, George, stop. 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 George Thorogood. George Thorogood. <laughs> George Thorogood. George Thorogood, who's Wilmington, Delaware native. Wow. And we had to go all the way to the final clue Man. to pick that one up because oh, – because Bad to the bone. I mean, that's pretty Berta's much not a giveaway. Here. Yeah. Yeah, because Berta isn't here. Yeah, Berta isn't here today. Yeah, Berta so. isn't here tonight. <laughs> All right. 
All right, here's our second musical artist. So I'm sure we'll be hearing a sample of. You got it. I got it. Okay. Who yelled stop? I said stop. He said though. stop. He followed the rules. Who followed the rules? I didn't say stop. You no. Say stop. Maybe you did. I don't know. We'll have that's, to go back to the videotape. Okay. No, yeah. he, did, he did not say stop because right. there was no light bulb above his head. <laughs> All right, our second artist. My name is <laughs> I was born May 13th, 1941 oh, wow. in Pacoima, California. Or dead. <laughs> it's debatable in both cases. Number two, I was encouraged by my father, Joseph Stephen Valenzuela, to take up guitar and trumpet. Stop. And I later stop. taught yeah. myself the drums. I, I think I know too. You guys go. Steve, Steve said stop first. Go ahead. Richie Allen. That's yeah. correct. Dang it. You know what? Yeah. I was just I was going to say that. I was, yeah. gonna say, yeah. I was gonna say that. So yep. yeah, dead. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. thought the I thought the father's name might yeah. give it away, oh, yeah. but yeah. we had to shorten up the game here. But uh, he also had uh, in junior high, he would bring his guitar to school and sing and play songs to his friends in the bleachers. At age 16, he joined a local band, The Silhouettes, as their guitarist, and eventually took over as the lead singer when the main vocalist left the group. Became known as the Little Richard of San Fernando, and the, by the fall of '58, the demands of his career forced him to drop out of high school as he toured across America and made several television appearances. He had a fear of flying, which was actually due to a freak accident when two airplanes collided midair over the playground of his school, killing and injuring several of his classmates. What? And then eventually, of course, in 1959, he died in the plane crash yeah. yep. just outside of Fargo, North Dakota, along with, with Buddy Holly. Yep. And uh, at only 17 years of age, Richie Valens. And you know, Paul's got a, a, a CD here. I'm sure it's probably more than that. Then, but all the songs that he actually did in that short period of time. Oh yeah, he, he, he did, did a ton covers. Of songs. Yeah, he did yeah. a ton of them. Yeah. Same with same with Buddy Holly though. He had a ton of hits too. I mean, considering the short period of time that he actually, mm -hmm. you know, contributed. So yeah. if you listen to the songs that Buddy Holly was recording just before he died, he wanted to be the new Frank Sinatra. Really? Yeah. Yes. Well, he had. You know, he had uh, a lot of violins and all kinds yeah. of orchestra. Yeah. Orchestral yeah. music, uh, yeah. He was stepping away from rock. Yeah. So even if you ever watch the movie, it, it didn't really happen where the the gang get back want to get back together. <laughs> there was a there was actually a, a documentary out about Buddy Holly that Paul McCartney put out, and it's actually pretty good, mm. an actual documentary. So Paul McCartney owns Buddy Holly music. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Among among I, many I, other. I, I yeah. recent, recently learned that he owns uh, Bill Black's bass guitar. Oh yeah. Played with Elvis Presley. Yeah. yeah. Well, he probably had to give it all to his his ex wife. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she owns half of it anyway. Yeah. She she never changed the sheets. She never changed. Never changed the sheets. No. <laughs> anyway, all right. So there we go. Another edition. And uh, are we? Do we got anything else yet that we want to talk about tonight, or are we done for today? Well, we're going to remind everybody in case they join the show okay, a little so late gonna, about Killer Blues. All right, you want to do that? You want to come back and do that, and we'll wrap things up, or yeah, do let's, we do let's, it now? let's bring it up okay. after we come back. Uh, oh, and uh -oh. And, and, and G, and G. We always try to forget, but G will be back too. That <laughs> uh, was a very sweet one last week. So, right. true or false? Studies in Sweden show that people who get false teeth often lose their interest in sex. <laughs> yes, but it's a poor substitute. 
all I have to say. Easy liked fresh cooked spam <laughs> on a Saturday morning. Soft Rock 95.3 News Radio 850. I'm Oscar Osbo with Deborah Casamata and Hola. Uh, <laughs> Listen what to that. What do they spam say in Hawaii? Pie. They say aloha. Yeah, but that's well, because it's. I think we're gonna have to talk about it. Yeah. Isn't it their favorite in a, in a oh, Hawaii? Oh yeah, well, yeah, Hawaii. Yeah. yeah we we already asked him, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's too it's much. Now the the one thing you noticed about the spam. Yeah. Is, is that it. It, it gets very little grease because we. Yeah, I've got I'm butter really here. If you want to put a little butter in the bottom oh, of the pan. Oh, I should have done it. You know, I didn't even think of. Yeah, I, I just assumed it would be really fatty, and it's yeah. sticking to the pan. It's not yeah. really as fat as you as I expected it. Okay, we got we got tomatoes for it, cheese, two kinds of cheese, some onions. We should really like. I, I probably should cut those onions up. Those and we'll during the news <laughs> and uh, we'll fry those onions in there to yeah. give that that spammy taste. But but um, we're talking with uh, Hilly here. Okay, Hilly, you say you have your favorite spam recipe. Yeah, there's two of them. I like it fried in brown sugar. Oh, that's a great a idea. Uh-huh. And another way I like to fix it is cube it with cheese. Cube grill the spam and the cheese and put it on a hamburger bun and put it under the broiler. And when the cheese melts, it's really good. It is. Mm-hmm. So the cheese is what really gives it that bonus flavor. Oh, no, right? well, yeah, but the spam <laughs> is good, just spam. Okay. Spam, spam. You got. You probably got the spam song at home, don't you? No, I don't. Well, this is for you, Hilly. Okay. <laughs> did, you, did you ever hear this? That's a spam song with no, Monty Python. No. no. I think you were playing it earlier, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, I we heard just, that. Well, I had never heard it either. <laughs> okay. So well, now we now we have it the was butter a in there. Learning experience. Well, that spam is just cooking up nice Very now. Yummy. <gasps> Okay, we got Actually, more. Yeah, it's kind of brownie. We, we, we gave you a cookbook and, and a magnet. We'll also give you a can of spam too, okay? Because oh, you, great. you told us your favorite recipe. Now, have you sent in to uh, to to give your fa- your favorite recipe to this recipe place? No. Okay, because you know they got on the on the bottom of the uh, recipe, it tells um, not only you know what's what's involved in it, but it also tells um, who who. who oh. Develop these recipes, and we're trying to locate. There's someone here from Michigan in Ann Arbor, I believe, that sent right. in a real good spam recipe that they have in there. Okay, oh. so we'll give you the uh, the. Uh, well, you can call one one eight hundred Love Spam. Oh, L U V L U V S P A N. Yeah, brother. And tell them that you have a recipe for spam and see if they have it yet. Uh huh. And then maybe you know you can win some fantastic prizes from spam for giving the recipe. They'll put it in the book. Nice. And then, then it will be yeah. in the book. Yeah. <laughs> it will be in, it will be in the book, and we'll and talk, you we'll can talk get about it. To the Spam okay. Hall of Fame. There you go. They have all the recipes <laughs> in there. I'm telling you, in Grand Rapids, they're going to have a, the limit, huh? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. they'll, they'll put you up at the the uh, Spamway Grand Hotel, and <laughs> I mean, you know, you the, the sky is the limit. So. <clears throat> spam, it's the thing of the future. And even though it's and, the, thing, and of the, the thing of the past. Yeah. It'll last till the future. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well thanks for talking with us. Okay. Okay. Bye well, now. Bye. Bye. Okay, we gotta we gotta put it down here on her list uh, also a a can of spam. Okay. But we've got uh, some more spam cookbooks to give away. I think we should give away some more spam cookbooks. I think so. You think people are, are dripping from ah. their mouth with spam? Just I know I'm dripping spam? just with <laughs> spam in itself. <laughs> okay, so right now we'll take the uh, well first caller. Calls right now at 798-2222. You're being and so nice. I know. We'll give you a spam cookbook. Call now, 798-2222. And if and you have a recipe, we'd yeah. like to hear it. It's just okay. a fun recipe. We're gonna put you, okay, we're going to put you on the air, okay? Okay? We're going to put you on the air, all right? Okay. 
Okay, you want a spam cookbook? Yes. Okay, what's your name? Uh, Carlton Gustin. Okay, Carlton. Um, we'll give you a spam cookbook. You got a spam recipe? No, I don't. If I you, just love spam, though. You love spam. Right. <laughs> okay. Now, see. He's going to use our this recipe book to make spam. Oh yeah. So we got. You know, I never realized how many spam lovers there were out there. But uh, when we talked to these uh, a spam ambassador, they they sell tons and tons of spam. Hawaii is like the number one, but I think we're going to make Muskegon the number one. Yeah, number one spam, spam capital of the world. Today, probably. It? Yeah, yeah, the spam shelves will yeah. be empty. But see, uh, we got to find out where there's some spam light. Well, and we should do that. We'll call yeah. around to all the grocery stores <laughs> around town and find some spam light. Because uh, all we could find was a regular <laughs> spam, and, and Deborah and I are trying to diet. You know, we're oh, trying to, yeah, so we, we're trying to lose a couple of pounds here. Ten thousand so. <laughs> pounds between the two of us. <laughs> we won't tell who's the the biggest majority of the weight losing. What will we, Deb? No, we won't ask her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so okay, so we we'll, we'll give you that. Okay, the free. As we spam sit here eating cookbook. it with butter. <laughs> oh yeah, see that's why we should have to spam. spam. We never cook spam. No, we, we had no idea. Hey, this is fun though. This thanks, was a new challenge. Thanks for calling. Okay, well hold on a second. I'll get your name and everything, and uh, we'll give you a free scamp spam cookbook. Okay, this is News Radio 850 WKBZ Muskegon and Soft Rock 95.3 WKBZ FM Whitehall Muskegon. Oh, it's 8 o'clock. Smell that spam. anything on Facebook. Hey, he's going through some problems. Well, I mean, it's... Had an accident. Yeah. Did they ever get another car or not? Oh, did he have a car? Did Bud ever get another vehicle after the accident? How was the lane anyway? I never, never heard anything about the lane. She's still, she's still going on and everything, and she out of the hospital or what? Yeah, she didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, I mean, the last time I seen her was uh, at their anniversary, and she looked terrible there. Maybe we should order this. Did anybody that? I thought you did. I, I Facebooked him, but he never answered. He was on the list of 17 that I Facebooked. Bruce was on there. Um, he never answers me. He always says this would be great to get together, but he never answers me. As the Teresa said, that she was going to get a hold of him. Oh, thank you. Oh, it smells like you're hot. Yeah, she's been very hot. <laughs> okay. Last, I made another batch for you, but I thought I overcooked them, so I made, redid it, and then apparently I didn't leave it in. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, Teresa said she was going to get a hold of Bruce. 
and have him bring Lou, you know. But she would have loved God, I haven't yeah. seen Bruce in years. I know, I haven't either. Neither have I. And he don't but come around. Nobody I saw, has. I saw his picture on Facebook and it's like, Oh, Bruce. He didn't have any hair either. But then I, I, I got contact with those friends of mine from Mount Clemens that I went to school with, and her husband, John Shamley, used to go to school or used to uh, hang out with Bruce all the time. So they asked him for for breakfast tomorrow. And whether he'll be there or not, I have no idea. I doubt it. Well, he never answered, so I. Yeah, I don't know either. He doesn't. I don't know if he goes on Bridges, but go on Facebook. Yeah. He always, he always, he always, he always signs everything in capitals. <laughs> it's like he's shouting at us all the time. Yeah. <laughs> You passed the uh, yeah ranch. Thank you. The white stuff. Give me the white stuff. Can you try them now? They're hot. I touched Okay. Well, you know, hot, cold. What do you want? I know. Watch the same video of herself. Oh, okay. Did she watch that one of her throwing the ball or not? She watched that one of her throwing the ball? No, she's on the Oh, okay. Yeah, because Kitty said something about she gets out of work at 6 or something. Yeah. Might be coming over too. Well, you wouldn't know because you don't get on Facebook. What the hell would I know? I don't know. <laughs> I used to know everything, but my brother had to take over. But what I don't know, he does. <clears throat> I have not had a chance to. <laughs> Oh, uh, the total is 20. Oh, 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 I'll buy your water. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually pretty cheap days. We don't drink the no water you think. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Sue. I'm gonna take a picture of Angel by the bars in the same same bar her grandpa used to be at. Her great grandpa. Yeah. 
Yeah, this bar. Yeah, with the food and stuff. Yeah. I remember I came, came in here on my 18th birthday when you could drink at 18, you know, and tried to take my dad out for a shot and beer. I bet you lost. I did. I lost big time. How old are you now? 57. 57. I turned 18. I just turned 18. I just turned 18. Yeah. I didn't ask. No. A year or two years or something? Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, well, no, because I, I remember turning 20 and I changed it. Yeah, because I was 20. But that doesn't make sense because you're, no. I think I, I know what I think. I used to love that song, I'm 18. But I think it was when I was 18, and they changed it back when I was 19, so it was probably. Oh, hey, that yeah, was. Yeah. I don't know that that ever really made any difference. No, because I still drank at bars and everything. Yeah, until I was 21, it was like I was legal, but it didn't really matter. I was going to school and they were they never carded me. They carded my ex-wife at the time, but they never carded me. In case they did, everybody I knew had fake IDs. Nobody really cared much. No, no not that, but they had an 18. They didn't yeah, really care. The attitude was way different. When I turned 18, I was drinking and driving. I saw Alice Cooper at the Dome. We went and saw him too. Me and Darlene. I must have been there with you somewhere. We were there. I remember the time Uncle Bill took us, Uncle Bill, Dad's brother, he took us to the, he and um, Donna wanted to go to the domes, and he had his truck there. And he pulled in, he blew that horn all the way down that road, and then in front of the thing, he blew every other plane out. <laughs> what are they going to do? I remember. I remember Kenny, Kenny's truck. Kenny and that, isn't that the, yeah. yeah, Kenny. I remember me and Kevin took Kenny's truck to let us use it to climb that one big hill. I don't even know where the hell it was. But we climbed that hill. We were both pretty drunk. We climbed that hill and I can't believe we made it through. I don't remember it that well. But I remember on the drive home, I threw up everywhere. Oh, but I don't even remember. I mean, I know we climbed the hill, but I don't remember coming down or anything else. Well, he said he had to work on the week. I think he had to work to He said he wanted to do something on a weekend. It's like why Ann said she couldn't do it. She's calling from in here. I can't hear and hear with all this noise. I'll never hear
Johnson, Jackson, something like that. Who's the independent guy running for president? I know who you mean. No, they don't have any money. Okay. Nazis. Never happened. <laughs> I can understand that. Let's bring them more in. That's what the American was about. Why do you got to move every time you move? Well, because that's part of our face. That's their 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 face. Yeah. He lives up in uh, 
You know what I ran, I ran across? You know what I ran across? Was the old 45 that my dad had of um, something in brandy, the country quack. Remember that stupid thing? Buffalo brandy, yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Oh my God. They were horrible. They were god awful. I listened to that 45 and say, why did Dad like this band again? This they were horrible. Yeah, you'll go listen to 45 now that you're older. You'll say that they're proud. They were horrible. One guy on the keyboard. Awful good when you're drunk. Yeah, it must have been. She was cute. That's why the guys liked her because she was cute. Yeah, she was cute. That was pretty much it. He was on drums and she was playing the sort of keyboards. And that was kind of it. His drumming wasn't too good either. He's up on the mic right here, though. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that. Mike, you bring your guitar to entertain us? You bring your guitar no strings. Can't afford strings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, I brought this for that reason, just so I could record your plan, but, you know? Oh, well. Tunes are back, and Bob, you have some information there to share with Killer Blues. Yeah, Steve's still Steve here. Can, Steve can share. Yeah. yeah, he's here. Yeah, let's uh, remind everybody, in case day. you didn't uh, hear the whole show, you can also catch us on YouTube. Right. Oh. Remind Speaking everybody of that. of that. Okay, yeah. YouTube, you can go to Oscar Asbo, Talking Tunes, if you go and search and talk. And, but now we were also, I just want to let you know that in Google, we're also blogging on Google. So if you go to... Um, we're blogging. We're blogging, man. Blogging. I set it up so if you go, I can't find the where, where you blog to, but <laughs> no, it's talk talk and tune show muskegon.com. If you go to Google, you put in talk and tunes show muskegon.com. I need water. Go ahead. All right. Well, Steve, again, thanks for being here today, and just remind everybody a little bit about your cause and how to get a hold of you. All right. All right. Cause is the Killer Blues Headstone Project. It's a 501c nonprofit. Our mission statement is the Killer Blues Headstone Project exists to provide headstones for blues artists lying in unmarked graves. Uh, we've been doing this for 11 years now, and in those 11 years, we've purchased 123 headstones in 15 states across the country. You can find us on our website of killerblues.net. Our, we are on Facebook under Killer Blues, uh, Twitter, and my email is 
killerblues88 at yahoo.com. All right, and because it is a nonprofit, all contributions are tax deductible. Yes, indeed they are. For a That's great it. cause. Yes, right. Now, there's one thing I wanted to bring up with you guys. I kind of wanted Britta here, too, to do it, but um, the boatman, I talked to him, and he, he invited us up to Ludington to do a show and to have pizza at the Chuck Wagon. Paul and I know about the Chuck Wagon. Yes, absolutely. Best pizza ever. So we can we can all go up there sometime and uh, maybe meet with Boatman and just do a show right there from the Chuck Wagon if we have enough room because that's just a little. You been there yet? No. It's a little tiny it's place, small. but it, but small. the but the pizzas are phenomenal. They're Paul phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he lives been in there. And he is a legend of radio for sure. Yeah. 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 So we, we that'd be kind of fun to do. So very cool. Yeah. So anyway. So maybe we might be taking a trip to Lennington. And, of course, we're taking a trip to the Sound of Music. Yeah. And, yes, and G's what? Sanctuary for yeah. <laughs> Lost and Mis... Alienated Animals. There you go. <laughs> Bullied. And, <laughs> and little green men in inside light bulbs. Can you believe I don't get paid for this? <laughs> you get this abuse at home, right? Paid? We're all getting paid. <laughs> Yeah, You're the only one paid. not getting paid. Yeah, we didn't tell you about it, Greg. Right. Sorry. <laughs> but you do have a viewpoint uh, yeah. to share. Yes. Of course. It is time for my viewpoint or my opinion. Please remember this is my opinion, my opinion only. Um, literally. Literally. Um, I just want to talk to people for a second. Um, and walking around and going to stores and stuff like that, we have lost the ability to look each other eye to eye, shake hands, and say hello. We, well, <laughs> well, you can't shake hands anymore, yeah, because of that. But we've lost the ability to do and say hello because we're staring at our phones. And the thing is that you're missing out on some beautiful moments because we're staring at technology. Technology is great. It's wonderful. We've talked about that. But we're missing out on the opportunity to be able to speak and say hello. Um, that's just my opinion. And I just wanted to share that with everyone. Now, people should come up, too, to Ludington and buy us pizza over at the truck wagon. So then they can speak with us and all that good stuff, too. Shake our hands. Shake our hands. Look us in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The last people to look us in the eye. Yeah. They're not around anymore. Oh, no, no. I, but, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I, but I, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. We've we've lost that that being able to give someone a firm handshake or um, look someone in the eye and say hello oh, because we're too busy looking at our Facebook posts that we didn't get enough likes. Yeah. You're missing out some beautiful moments and you're missing out on a chance to have a new friend. Sometimes Talk, talking tunes is a beautiful moment, man. That's just a beautiful man. moment here. Yeah. Depends who you are. This, this is the kind of show. <laughs> this is the kind of show we will look you in the eye and tell you to change your sheets. <laughs> I don't know about you. It's been a rough day for me. I feel like I've been hit by Tyson. Uh, well, you look you, like it, too. I'm glad you brought that up because my wife told me that after two, two or three months, it was time to change my sheets. So, <laughs> <laughs> Two or three months, eh? Okay. She finally had enough. Uh, <laughs> that crunch was too they, much. <laughs> did they snap off or <laughs> break in half? Or anyway, all right. Okay, so once again, um, you can go to Oscar Osbo Talking Tunes on YouTube and find all this stuff, plus a bunch more from the old days that we did back when Bob and G and I were doing that, this 
wonderful, <laughs> this wonderful show. And then uh, John Van Wyck and Brian Worsham and uh, Bill Eddings. So. And Annette. Annette. So if you want to hear some of that stuff, you can also get that over there, too. But you got uh, some of our old stuff there and some of our new stuff there. But the other way you can go is uh, go to our – I'm trying to put them all up there, but I'm. It's there's so many of them. Trying to put them up there, but you can go to uh, Google and uh, go to our blog, Talk and Tunes. Now it's an N, Talk and Tunes Show, Muskegon.com. So there we go. We, we got to thank blog. this. We have to thank this radio station here, by the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, MuskegonRadio.com also you can listen to the show. So we got to thank them for what? What are we thanking them for now? Well, they, they you know, they we give us for letting us do the show. Yeah, for letting us do the show. They haven't booed us yet. I mean, <laughs> this is like six weeks now. Yeah, we haven't, they haven't said yet? anything yet. We haven't been booted. We they even wrote a story about us and called Britta Berda. I mean, so there yeah. we go. <laughs> it's, a, it's pretty incredible. Get it's well, it's quite a run, Ron. Yeah, it is. We're out having fun. We don't care. We're having a good time. So that's all that matters. All right. So that's it. Talking tunes. Change your sheets. And there are UFOs. Damn it. <laughs> hey, big Chuck. Yeah. According to recent research, lay it on me. Okay, is the average American male today at his physical peak at age 20, 30, or 40? Peter, I haven't had a peak since I was 40. <laughs> <laughs> 461. We hope you'll be amongst the winners here at WPBK, where, where your, your friends, friends are. Okay, our winner today is. <clears throat> and uh, I said, uh, I, I, I guess I might as well say it. My son, Nathan Osbo, because there is no other entry, so I figured, well, since today is my son's birthday, since he is one years old today, why not give him the birthday cake? So is, is there any complaints? Okay, I hear no complaints, so I guess we'll give the, the birthday cake to my son, Nathan Osbo, from Barrett's Bakery. Uh, he, he lives in Muskegon with me, of course, so, and, and my wife, and my other son, Pete. But... Anyway, he's one years old today, and I am so proud of him. So proud. Anyway, happy birthday, son. From Dad. Listen to Miss Emmy Lou Harris, and she's pledging her love to me now.